Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today on Power Your Life, and I'm Dr. Joanne White, and it's always a pleasure, and just wishing everybody a day to be cool and comfortable because um, there's a lot of heat rising in this globe, in this wonderful world that we're living in. All right, but thinking about shifting and thinking about really feeling good about who you are and what's going on within you and around you, it's really important to really take note and be aware of your emotions, your energy, your thoughts, and also what you need to make yourself feel better on so many different levels. And I have a very special guest today who's going to share some wonderful ways to really shift energy, create new ways of living within yourself and removing certain blocks and trauma. And I'm talking about Brett Michael Phillips, who's a two-time Amazon number one best-selling author and as well as an internationally renowned engineer turned energy healer after healing his own body from a catastrophic collapse. With intuitive knowledge and consistent practice, Brent discovered how certain movements could ease long-held energetic roadblocks that lead, led to his movement feedback calligraphy. It's an alternative, alternative technology to clear deeply embedded subconscious blocks as well as trauma. Movement feedback calligraphy provides instant biological and psychological feedback without waiting for tests or without searching for deeply hidden trauma triggers, including prenatal or blocked-out trauma experiences. Brent has worked with children to challenge destructive behavior pro- excuse me, patterns as well as transforming their lives for the better. And... Here he is, Brent Michael Phillips. It's a pleasure to have you. How are you today? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. It's wonderful. Now, this is fascinating, and I want our listeners to learn more about movement feedback holography, but I also want you to kind of explore with us how you got here and what happened. What's what's the backstory a little bit, Brent? Well, you know, the, the first thing I want everyone to know is I never thought I'd be doing anything like this. Oh, my gosh. That uh, to be having been a professional energy healing practitioner for over 20 years, spiritual teacher, not even on my radar, right? It, it even seems a little crazy to me when I think about it because growing up, I was kind of your prototypical nerd. I loved Star Trek and Star Wars and Dungeons and & Dragons and all that, right? 
and uh, when it came time to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, it seemed like an easy decision because the one thing I was good at and that I could get paid for was working with computers, being a programmer. So uh, long story short, I went to college at MIT, and it was there I discovered the Internet, which, of course, sounds funny today to the younger people, but back in the 80s, no one had ever heard of the Internet, right? And so uh, long story short, I fell in love with the online world and went on to uh, graduate school at MIT and became one of the world's premier software engineers in internetworking. It's just one of the many cool things we did when I was in grad school. Me and my lab mates, we sent the first ever synchronized audio-video stream over the web in 1994. So wow. we, were, we were really on the cutting edge. And so when the Internet boom hit, I figured, well, heck, this is the gold rush of my lifetime. I was one of the world's leading experts in internetworking technology right when the boom was starting. And so I left MIT moved to California, recruited my lifelong best friend, and we started an Internet company. Uh, and we started with websites, and it's kind of funny today, but the very first website we ever did was the website for the launch of the Sony PlayStation in the summer of 1995. Right? <laughs> Can you imagine today going into Sony, hey, guys, we want to do the PlayStation website. Great. What have you done before? Nothing. You're hired. Right? <laughs> that's, that's really how it went. And so, uh, long story short, we had a lot of success at first. We did the uh, early websites for the PlayStation, for Nissan Motors, for Disneyland. Uh, we had at least a dozen Fortune 500 clients. And we started a second company to make online games because that was a big passion for me and my partners. I wanted to take this networking technology I developed at MIT and use it to build a new kind of video game. And we succeeded at that. And today they're called MOGs or MMORPGs, but I created the very first one in, in the mid-90s. But the way I did it was working myself to death. I was at the office generally between 80 to 100 hours a week. It was early morning, late night, seven days a week, no holidays, no vacations, no weekends, just work. And after about two years of this, my health collapsed. My body couldn't take it. And, uh, you know, long story short, I started having really awful chronic pain. Um, I, I could barely work. Uh, I was spending all my time going to physical therapy and ice and heat and painkillers and doing everything I could just to get through the day. And it was really bad, and that went on for a couple of years until uh, it, all, it all kind of turned one day as I had been going to physical therapy clinic at what was called the Curlin Job Clinic, which is one of the top PT clinics in the world. I was there with all sorts of professional athletes, Olympian celebrities, right? And after three years of therapy, I finally got in to see the head doctor. And I was so excited. I'm like, he'll know what to do, right? The head doctor, the best PT clinic in the world, they can finally get me out of pain, get me back to work, get my life back. Because at that time, I was living with my parents. I could barely drive because it hurt too much to hold a steering wheel. I even needed help uh, eating food sometimes. I was in so much pain. And so I walked into his office, and he kind of looked, looked at my, my charts and medical records for a couple minutes, and he looked me in the eye, and he said, well, I'm sorry, son, but there's nothing I or any doctor can do for you. You'll Ooh. never be out of pain. You'll never be able to go back to work. And I was stunned. I'm like, are you kidding me? I, I expected a solution. 
And he said, I'm going to recommend you for lifetime disability. And the last thing he asked me, true story before I left, is he said, son, is there someone that can take care of you until you die? Oh, God. And I was still in my 20s. And on the way out, they said, Mr. Phillips, we're going to do you a favor. We're going to put in a recommendation for lifetime disability, which is very difficult to get at your age, but with this doctor's signature, you'll get it. But there's no chance you'll ever recover. And please don't come back. We can't be wasting our resources on impossible cases. And so the doctors literally kicked me to the curb and put me on disability until uh, figuring I would just live and die that way. And I spiraled. I told my best friend, a business partner, figuring he'd be all, hey, Brent, let's hang, we'll hang in there. We'll get through it together, right? Because we had been, you know, just super close for 15, 20 years at that point, you know, cl- closer than most brothers. But he said, well, sorry, if you can't work, you have no value. So I got fired from the companies I had founded. He sold them for millions of dollars behind my back. And turned out his motivation was he was secretly dating the woman I was in love with. So I had lost my career, my health. I was in terrible pain. I'd been told I'd never come off disability. I had my multi-million dollar company stolen from me. And, oh, yeah, I had also lost my lifelong best friend and had a terrible broken heart. So that was the first dark night of the soul. (laughs) And uh, long story short, I mean, I started drinking, using drugs, risky behaviors. Uh, I'm lucky I didn't get too far down the rabbit hole because I had a friend turn me on to alternative medicine. And at first I thought, hey, maybe this has the answer, right? So I started going to Chinese doctors and homeopaths and, you know, all that kind of stuff, cleanses and diet and uh, yoga and Pilates and all that kind of stuff. And long story short, I spent five years basically full-time chasing alternative treatment running up a huge credit card debt. And none of it worked for me. It was so frustrating. It seemed to work for everybody else. And that all came to a head in uh, early 2003. I had agreed to an experimental surgery because my work employer had told me that was the best way to keep my disability benefits flowing. I had to at least look like I was trying, right? So I had this experimental surgery which, you know, of course, if it had cured me of my pain, I wouldn't be here today, right? (laughs) That it was a disaster. And when I woke up from the surgery, my right arm was totally paralyzed. And so that was kind of rock bottom. And, uh, you know, I was suicidal. It was just just a, a true nightmare. And I was like that for almost five months when it was actually my Aunt Lauren had kept pestering me to go see her friend Terry, And she was some kind of crazy healer lady, right? And I wasn't into New Age stuff at all then, right? I thought it was a bunch of nonsense. But I agreed to go see Terry. And I went to see Terry. And she was like, okay, dear, oh, that's too bad about your arm. We can take care of that. And I'm like, yeah, lady, you and what army, right? (laughs) Because I didn't really have any expectations. I thought it was a bunch of nonsense. And so she talked to me about the power of the subconscious and how getting to a theta wave kind of locked the subconscious and how we check for blocks in the body. And, you know, we did a lot of block clearing and and things. And it was kind of interesting. But the whole time I'm like, you know, I'm not here to talk about my feelings. I'm here because I'm in pain and I can't move my arm, right? And I didn't see how talking about my feelings had anything to do with that. But anyhow, at the end of the session, 
I remember she said, okay, dear, let, let, let's heal your arm. And I'm like, sure, lady, go crazy, right? And she kind of closed her eyes and went into a trance for a minute. And I'm like looking out the window thinking about what I want to get for lunch, right? And it was the weirdest thing. There was this loud crack and pop in my elbow, my right elbow. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she opened her eyes and said, okay, dear, let's try your arm. And I was like, oh, my God, I could move my arm again. It was like the surgery had never happened. And so that was the miracle that got me started down this path. That was the experience that this extremely skeptical, rational, highly educated engineer and scientist, that was, that's what got me to open my mind to all this, you know, what some would call alternative woo-woo new agey stuff. And so, you know, I, in that moment, my path was clear. I knew that I had to learn and master the stuff and take it out to the world. But before I go further, I want to make sure we're clear on the truth here. Because there's a lot of people who do this kind of stuff that make a lot of big claims and can't back it up. And I'm here to tell the truth. The truth is that my paralyzed arm from the surgery instantly and completely healed that day. Never gave me trouble again. But it was not like all my problems got solved in an hour and I lived happily ever after, right? I still had all the chronic pain that led me to the surgery. I was depressed. I had terrible back pain, social anxiety. Uh, I was going through a divorce with my first wife. I had low self-esteem. I was broke and deep in debt. So, again, it's not like it was one hour and happily ever after. But that's the day I turned the corner. And I've spent the last 20-plus uh, years learning, studying with the masters. And my angle is a little different than most healers. I, I come at it as an engineer. I've spent 20 years working with some really incredibly talented and amazing people and figuring out what it is they're doing. So my angle was I go work with the best people I can, and then, then I reverse engineer their process to figure out how they're doing it. And that's allowed me to learn some amazing things from some incredible people and to kind of pull the best of the best from a lot of different teachers and systems to create something that's coherent and easy and practical that regular people can use very quickly and easily to see big changes in their life. And, you know, the the biggest challenge I have with this is that to most people it sounds too good to be true. So... If this sounds too good to be true, all I have to say is don't believe anything I'm saying just because I'm saying it. Give it a shot. Have your own experience and see what happens. Fair enough? Well, very interesting story. I love it. And, you know, oftentimes people have just so many challenges and they go to many different, like you did, many different ways of trying yep. to heal it, doctors and whatever, and even like you, like you did, brand surgery. And those aren't the answers, and oftentimes the answers come in another way. So that's beautiful. So you have you you got into all of this even as a non-believer initially, (laughs) which and I mean it's interesting because I had to find my way based on people not getting what I needed from from traditional kinds of medications belief systems, medicine, whatever. But our listeners are fascinated. Firstly, tell us why you call it movement feedback calligraphy and what it is and what it does. So 
the, the, the movement feedback holography is an interesting technology. It, it's really, uh, in some ways, the most powerful thing I've ever discovered. And the, uh, to, just to give a very quick backstory, for the five years after the first miracle with Terry, I was very immersed in what I would call first and second generation technologies. So law of attraction, NLP, hypnosis, energy healing, uh, angel readings, cool stuff like that, right? And it was able to help me a lot with my physical issues, but not as much with sort of the inner experience. I still had low self-esteem, low confidence. I didn't believe in myself. And I was still stuck in my head. And I came to the movement. It was a crazy thing that uh, I had had a horrible experience. I, I got involved with a criminal that robbed me blind, stole my identity, and left me almost a million dollars in debt. And it was devastating. And the only way out was bankruptcy. And so when I declared bankruptcy, my, my life coach at the time had said, hey, you need to meet this guy, Carl. And so I had literally spent my last $500 before I went bankrupt getting a session with Carl. And he did this movement thing, right? And I, it didn't make a lot of sense. And so it was the day after I went bankrupt, I met Carl, and we were down by the beach in, in near Santa Monica in Venice, California. And he had me put on rollerblades and skate in circles for 20 minutes while he videotaped me. And then we sat in his car and watched the tape, and basically he ripped me a new one. It was just, it felt like all this criticism of how my energy was off, right? And then I went home, and I was pissed. Because I remember I called Brian, and I'm like, dude, what the hell is wrong with you? You know, I'm bankrupt. I just spent $500 to have some crazy old guy yell at me about how my life is messed up, right? I already know my life's messed up, right? I don't need to pay someone to tell me that. And what Brian said was, Brent, relax. I hear you. It's weird. He said, give it three weeks. And if nothing shifts or changes in your life within three weeks, let me know. I'll see if I can make it right. And I was like, okay. And the craziest thing was it didn't take three weeks. It took three days that my business exploded like I had never seen before. And over the next three days, I had somehow made over $50,000. So I went from bankrupt, couldn't even afford to buy a cup of coffee, to having almost fifty grand in the bank by the end of the week. And what did it was the movement. And so what I had done with Carl that day was what we call movement feedback holography. And essentially... What it does is it, you perform certain physical movements. Maybe you shake your hands or scoop energy or do a roll-up or rollerblade. There's a lot of different ones you can use. And a trained facilitator knows how to read the energy patterns coming off your body and make shifts in them. And that's what Carl had done that day. But he was so good at it, I didn't think he was doing anything. It just seemed like he was giving me criticism, right? And so... That's what I'm here to talk about because this is totally different than almost any other kind of self-improvement process te technique you've seen. Because by the time I come to Carl, just so everyone knows, I had been a full-time energy healing practitioner for five years. So it's not like I was new to this stuff, right? I'd been to 100 weekend seminars. I had done angel therapy training, and I had learned Psych-K and EFT and all this kind of stuff, right? But the movement was so different and so powerful, 
I, 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 w- I was intrigued. And it took me a long time to figure it out, <laughs> a long time. But essentially, to break down the name, uh, it's called Movement Feedback Holography is the full name. We just usually just say movement for short. But it involves actual physical movements, which is really important. It's not done in the mind. It's done in the body. And that's one of the keys. And as you do movements, a trained facilitator knows how to give you feedback to read your energy patterns. That inner movement is everything you need to know about your life. You can look at someone's movement and often determine why they're struggling with money, why they've had trouble with love, why they've had pain, all these things. It's all there. And I know it sounds kind of crazy, but it, it works because our bodies and the universe are holographic. That's where the term movement feedback holography comes from. And a holographic image has the entire image in it, which is a little different. And so to, just to give people an idea of, of what, is, what is a hologram. And so let's say you take you know, a picture of your car right, and print it out. In a typical kind of image, if I cut that picture in half, then the left side of the car is on one, one piece and the right side of the car is on the other, right? That's pretty easy. A hologram, specifically a laser hologram, is different. If you were to take a laser hologram picture of your car and cut it in half, what you would get is two images of the entire car but in lower resolution. And that's the thing about a hologram. It has the entire thing within every piece. And so our bodies are holographic. And a couple things that may make it easier to understand, that there's some interesting alternative medicine technologies that are holographic. Uh, For example, blood cell analysis. That you can go to a blood cell analyst. They will take a couple drops of your blood and look at it under a microscope. And they can tell you a lot about what's going on with your body. They can tell if your kidneys or liver are struggling, if you're dehydrated, if you're not getting enough sleep, if you're too stressed. It's actually pretty amazing. So almost everything you need to know about your body, all that information is in every drop of blood. That's holography. Uh, Same thing with the iris. There's a modality called iridology where someone can analyze the iris of your eye and tell you a lot about what's going on with your whole body. Why? It's holographic. And so that is the principle it works on. And it's very different than most of the other stuff. And again, I love the first and second gen technologies. Cool stuff, right? Positive thinking. and Yes? A couple of questions, because some some of our listeners are raising some questions that I want to get to. Absolutely. Okay, great. So somebody was asking, how does how does someone like you? How did, I'm trying to read this question here. How does somebody like you? How do you? How are you able to look at the body, to look at somebody's movement, and make those that discernment? I think it's fascinating, but but she's questioning how. Yes. Now obviously, it is. You know, I hear you, and it's. Uh, it's difficult to teach in the, the sort of linear, rational fashion that we're used to. It is an intuitive process, and it, it is visual and visceral. 
And so um, I would say it's similar to this. How do you know when someone's in a bad mood? Are you looking at, like, you know, how much they furrow furrow their brow? Or are you looking specifically at how they hold their nose? No, of course not. When you see someone, you can kind of tell they're in a bad mood, can't you? Of course. That is a, a simple example of this. Same thing you can tell when someone's really happy, can't you, just by looking at them. And it's not a matter of analyzing like a computer, you know, angles in the face or things. It's we're reading the energy. And what, what happens is we are constantly broadcasting all around us everything that's happening on the inside. Totally and true. I it is, agree with Yep. It's an intuitive skill to learn how to read those energies. And the reason we use the movements is simple. The movements exaggerate the energy and make it very easy to see. So that's why it doesn't really matter what movement you do. Like I had my first session. Go ahead. Somebody else has another question in terms of, are you training people to do this yourself? I mean, do you you run a class? Okay, great. I do. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. I, I, I think the world really, really needs this. And if for better or for worse, I'm the only person on the planet my late mentor ever gave permission to teach and practice this work. So I have almost a sacred responsibility to share this because there's only so many people I can work with one-on-one, right? I'm one man with limited resources, limited time, all that stuff. And so I think... Of all the things I do, teaching is probably the most important because this is so incredibly transformative. Uh, Imagine if you went back in time to ancient Rome and you were the only person that knew about electricity. You you would know that if you could get that knowledge out there, you could change the world. That's kind of how I feel. So, yes, absolutely. I think the teaching is probably the most important single thing I do because this is much bigger than one person. You can't do it in I said you can't do it in classes. You have to do it more one-on-one. Is that true? No, no. It's actually done better in groups. Okay, great. And, I mean, we're not going to get into a lot of the uh, uh, nerdy details, but yes. And I I teach classes regularly uh, to to show people exactly how to do this. But there is an element of practice, just like any high-level skill, right? If you want to be a really good baseball player, you need to go spend a lot of time playing baseball, right? And so learning to read energy is the same. My goal is to create a community and resources to make it as easy as possible for people to do that. Does it take time and work and money and effort? Of course it does. Everything worthwhile in life does, right? But I think this is a skill everyone needs, not just for self-empowerment, but as an example, if you're dating, wouldn't you like to learn how to read the energy of your date to see what's really going on in their life? rather than figuring it out the hard way? If you have a business and you're hiring people, wouldn't you like to be able to learn how to read their energy so you know exactly what you're getting ahead of time? That's why I think this is so important. Of course we're going to use it for uh, personal development, empowerment, healing. Yes, of course. But it goes way past that too. This is everything in your life. And if you learn how to read the energy you have a huge advantage over everyone. It's that simple. You can see what people are really about. And for me, it can even get a little annoying. When I drive on the road, I'm constantly being bombarded with the energy from all the other drivers. 
And I'm like, you know, go away. I don't want to read your energy, right? I'm just trying to drive my car. <laughs> no, I, I totally get it, too, in terms of energy. So somebody else has another question, and, and he's puzzled, and I understand this, but I want you to explain it. He's saying, mm-hmm. how can you look at the body, how can you get to the subconscious blocks he's, he's mentioning? He said, I can understand... Yep. I can understand being able to read certain things that are going on, but then how do you translate that into being able to heal that? That's a great question. Great question. And that is exactly why when I had my first movement session with Carl, I went home pissed off. I didn't think he had done anything for me. It just felt like he had criticized me and kicked me out. And the short answer is, In the first and second generation technologies, you have a formal process for block clearing. And I use and practice that too, right? For example, you know, if you're using EFT, you do tapping, right? If you're using, uh, you know, Psych-K, they have their process and so on. Um, Here's the answer, is that if someone can take in the feedback you're giving them without judging or giving it meaning, it will penetrate into the subconscious and release the block on its own. There's no additional process required. Now, that's not easy to do because most people react with judgment when you give them feedback, right? If, you know, if someone comes to me and I'm like, wow, you're really tall or wow, you're really fat or whatever, most people would have some kind of emotional reaction to that. They would argue or get defensive, right? The goal is if we can simply take in the feedback to understand the signals we're sending, the block's clear on their own. And it's a wonderful question. If I had an hour, I could give a step-by-step thorough answer, but we don't have an hour. So I'm going to do the best I can in a couple minutes. But, yes, I totally get why you would ask that. But, no, it's not necessary to have a second formal process to clear the block. It happens, as we say, automatically as you're giving the feedback. There's also a meditative component I haven't talked about yet. It's a brain synchronization of a synchronized left and right hemisphere in a theta wave that I I beam that energy as we're working. That also facilitates it puts your brain into theta state as we're working to allow the blocks to release. So, you know, of course I'm oversimplifying a little bit so we can be clear and fit this in a short time window, right? But there are some other pieces to it that when you pull it all together, you're like, oh, this makes sense. So there's a meditative piece. There is the movement piece. There's the feedback piece. And there is the ability to hear the feedback without reacting. You put it all together, that does all the clearing. And it's amazing because with the older technologies, you can go through the subconscious and change one belief at a time, and that will work. It's just a slower process because you're rewriting the code one line at a time. The movement is amazing. It's the only process I've found that doesn't work on single blocks or lines of code. It works on whole routines and mythologies. So it is capable of clearing a lot more, a lot faster because you don't have to get down into the weeds, right? Imagine if you had to cut your lawn, but you had a small pair of scissors and you had to cut one blade of grass at a time. You could do it, but it would take a long time, right? Uh, Brent, that would be most traditional modalities. I want to give you a lawnmower. Boom, get it done all at once. 
So there are ways, actually, to be able to just do more than one at a time, too, when you're yeah. dealing yes. with something, and that's important. Yep. So tell our listeners how they can find out more about what you do, how they can connect with you, and maybe even be one of your students. Yeah, absolutely. So best thing to do is head to my website, awakeningdynamics.com, and you'll see a big arrow right on the homepage. I'm doing a live webinar to demonstrate and walk you through these processes. Uh, as we're doing this live, it's next week, next Tuesday. Those listening on the recording, just you know, check out my website. And it's a free webinar. I want to talk to you more about this stuff and how it works and also lead you through some interactive processes so you can have your own experience. So I think the most important thing, get to AwakeningDynamics.com, sign up for the Healathon. There's also links there if you want to book me for a private session. Um, I do have availability right now. I don't always, but I, I am taking new clients. There's also a link to my YouTube channel. It's got lots of cool videos. So there's lots of ways to learn a lot more. And if this is right for you, I'd love to work with you. The, the poet Rumi had a saying that without a guide, a journey of three weeks will take 100 years. <laughs> and so my journey was basically 15 years in hell to, to find my feet. And, you know, if, you got, if the listeners, if you want to go spend 15, 20 years in hell, go for it. It works. But if you would like me to be your guide, I think I can shortcut that for you. I can teach you in a matter of a few months what took me decades. Because, again, that's why I'm doing this. This is really magical. It's not perfect. It's not going to make your life be exactly the way you want overnight. Of course not. There is no such thing. But, you know, it's, it's kind of like having the Internet or a smartphone. Once you've had it, you would never want to go back to not having it. Right? When you don't have it, you don't know what you're missing. But once you learn this, you would never want to go back to not having it because it's such a gigantic advantage in life. So, yeah, AwakeningDynamics.com. Go from there. You know, I would love to be your guide if, if this resonates with you. Beautiful. Brent, thank you so much for all that you have to offer, for all you're doing to shift people in so many different ways. And have a beautiful, blessed day. Oh, it's been great to be here. This is awesome. Thanks. Take care. So take listen to what Brent said because it's really fascinating and important to be able to recognize that you can, with with somebody taking a look at your movements, being able to shift and and make changes that, like Brent said, it took him 15 years to be able to make those changes after going to so many so many different people who, and those doctors who just gave up on him, which is horrific. But oftentimes when that happens, it leads us down the road to where we really need to be and to what is going to open up a whole new destiny as it did for him. So think about this, because you have the opportunity today to take charge of your life, to empower yourself in many different ways. And what Brent was talking about is is a beautiful way to do so. Remember that you have to make those choices for yourself to better yourself and to take steps forward to empower your life. If you want to get a hold of me, I'll give you the short version, docwhite.org. And take a few breaths, take a few steps, and do that in a forward-moving direction for you, for your life, for your goals, and for your dreams, and have a beautiful day.
Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the Upbeat Show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.